Hello, and welcome to episode 155 of the Gaming Fix podcast on January 16th, 2020. No, God, no. 2021. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, uh, I am your I, I am your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's favorite breakfast food. I am joined today by Alex. I would probably go for waffles that have yogurt and syrup on them. I, I got a waffle maker for christmas so that's, oh, that's a yeah. good choice that's like one of the cast iron ones where you have to like put it on the stove and like flip it Ooh. not like Ooh. an electric one yeah it's serious business pat hello i don't have anything <laughs> exciting for breakfast i had a bagel <laughs> with cream cheese i was gonna get up and make pancakes and then i failed something. it is it is what it is allison um i like a good over easy egg uh that's that's one of my favorites uh and also can we just agree that breakfast food is like the best food in general yeah, absolutely yes i mean mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. i mean if, yes. You, if you're into like these casual eggs on easy mode i guess um <laughs> what's hardcore eggs <laughs> whoa hey who is I, this? Th- that i don't know this guest this next guest seems a little <laughs> sus oh. we're joined today by victoria tran from so you claim so you yeah. claim <laughs> So like emergency knows? meeting. This is an emergency meeting podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, hello. I'm happy to be here. I have a terrible confession in that I don't actually eat breakfast. I'm sorry. I, that, Same that, that was me time, for honestly. Yeah, that, there's stuff <laughs> that, wrong with that. That was me for several that's, years, and then I got back on the breakfast train. Yeah, and I, yeah, like, I see. That's, okay, that's, I'm not that alone. Okay, yeah, I, that's the deep dark secret behind all of our answers is that none of us actually have breakfast. We're just I. We're, I, we're I, no, I, I eat breakfast every day now, but <laughs> when I I used I to I used to not nah, I used to just like drink an energy drink in the morning in the morning. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and then um then when I met my current partner and moved here to seattle uh she eats breakfast responsibly so it started it got me to start eating breakfast again <laughs> wait so victoria what time do you start your day what i happens? start my day at like 8 a.m and then i don't eat until like 12 p.m dang and that's lunch so that's impressive i know yeah it it started like it's not like an intermittent fasting thing it started off as me like going to university and being like i need to sleep as much as i can and also i'm poor Mm -hmm. so if i skip a meal (laughs) if i skip a meal that's saving money (laughs) oh god that is like my college experience right there where it's like okay wake up at the absolute last possible minute (laughs) run out the door and then be like huh why am i so hungry and it's like 1 p.m yeah, I was, yeah. I was really weird in university and my friends didn't understand where I would go to bed at like eight or nine at night and then wake up at like four or five in the morning. That is like the polar opposite of my uh, <laughs> I know. college experience yeah. where I, I sometimes just stayed up all night for fun, like just for no other reason than to like, <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I don't want to go to bed now. Oh, it's the sun's rising. Huh? Uh, I had a roommate. I was like during a, like a winter break and... I had two roommates and I was spending the day with one of them. And then it gets to be like 9 PM and my other roommate goes, or my roommate goes, Hey, have you seen Orion or other roommate? I'm like, Nope, no idea. I don't know. Maybe he's with his girlfriend or something. An hour later, he comes stumbling out of his room, like a, like groggy and like, Oh, oh. and then he starts making like steak and eggs for breakfast at 10 PM. (laughs) 
<laughs> my Culture's God. a Admire wonderful it. time. What are you doing? <laughs> that's beautiful. Oh, God. Yeah, that's true college chaos. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Real yep. college hours. But we're not here to talk about college. We're, we're not? Oh, God. I, <laughs> I I'm on the wrong podcast. <laughs> I do my best not to think about college as much as I can. <laughs> we're here to talk about video games in some form or another, somehow... Because a lot of us didn't really play anything this week. But uh, we do have Victoria here. And uh, some of you may not know where Victoria uh, is from in the gaming community. So if you'd do like a little introduction, that'd be great for our listeners. Yeah, for sure. Um, Hello, my name is Victoria. I am currently the community director at Innersloth. We make a game called Among Us and also the Henry Stickman Collection. And before that, I was the communications director at Kit Fox Games. And they're the creators of Boyfriend Dungeon and publishing like a bunch of other things like Dwarf Fortress, um, Paparazzi, Mondo Museum. So yeah, I'm basically uh, very much a community person in the indie game space. Yeah. And, well, Andre, is it cool with you if I jump in here? Oh, with, yeah, sure. Go, we had some go ideas for, for just some kind of stuff to talk about. And to continue with, if people aren't super familiar with Victoria, like, on top of all the awesome indie game stuff, like, with your introduction, you are also pretty active with doing talks and panels for, you know, places like GDC and Game Devs of Color and PAX, et cetera. Like, and also doing podcasts like this one. And... Hey, one of them was from friends of ours over at Uppercut Crit, which was the one talking about toxic positivity, which yeah, that was a, that I was love, a great episode. I love Uppercut. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're a great grump bunch of people. Uh, yeah, and we had them on as guests a few times and, and the like. But yeah, they're great. But So something I appreciate, and I imagine the rest of us too, but you know, I don't want to put words in all of y'all's mouth, is that you're pretty active in talking about like important things, like mental health and uh, representation, you know, things like ethnicity, gender, accessibility, and things of that nature. So along with being, you know, fairly open about salient topics, we can just sometimes be tough to talk about. So wanted to start by saying thank you for all the effort you put into the like, advocacy space that you do and that at least I 100% support you and all you do. And I imagine the others do. Again, don't want to speak for them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, yeah, no, that's really nice to hear. It's, uh, I honestly, I know, self-deprecating joke. I'm like, huh? I do talk a lot. I should. I need to like shut up at some point. <laughs> Just all the good. podcasts, all the talks. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> no, it's good because you you usually offer like a really fantastic uh, perspective. And oh, yeah, I had you. a question that I'll give a little bit of preamble to, if that's cool with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's uh, well, it is a question, but it's more of a jumping off point. Like, I'm more interested in the discussion well, than it's more of a the, statement, the, really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I'd like I'm, to deliver it in your native language. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. God. <laughs> I'm more interested Konnichiwa. in the discussion. Chiwa. Andre, just because you're in Japan. <laughs> Miyagi senpai. Anato wa. Dragon Baru Suki desu Does that actually happen? Do you see people I, people doing that there? No. Okay, I mean, good. like, <laughs> see people doing what? I'm just talking about cult, con culture. <laughs> God, true. But yeah, no. So with all that being said, like, I wanted to just kind of grab onto one of those topics and jump into a discussion that's 
definitely something important to all of us here, and putting the words in your mouth this time, sorry friends, uh, because it's something we talk about as much as we can, which is mental health. And with your recent Medium article, which was the Deconstructing Among Us Twitter strategy, bird emoji, uh, which I'll, <laughs> I'll put a link to that in the show notes, but it's a really great article and I recommend it for pretty much everyone, like even if you're not a community director like Victoria, because there's a lot of generally just helpful advice and you know guidance and stuff in there. Uh, and you talked about a ton of stuff in there and I'm not going to deconstruct your deconstruction cause that sounds dumb, but, uh, wanted to latch on to just one idea that appeared in one little bullet point, uh, which was you were talking about how no matter how positive you are as a community manager, community director, communications, et cetera, or how often you're genuinely interacting with your community, you might still be someone's most hated social media presence and engaging with that too much is a fast track to burnout. And I personally, I think burnout is something that's on a lot of our minds here in the 2020, 2021 hellscape, not just because of like social media and doom scrolling, though that's definitely a factor, uh, but also just like the general state of the world, <laughs> like between the anxiety and uncertainty that comes with like a global emergency and the constant stress of the, uh, let's say, current political landscape, um, but you know, the seeming kind of legitimization of extreme viewpoints and flagrant displays of racial inequality and the negativity, negativity, which surrounds all of that and all that. But, um, all of that is very valid, but even like at a more micro personal scale and personal level, a lot of us are just isolated and have been forced into changing our habits and working from home can be a really tough thing to get used to for some people. And in my mind, a lot of that can lead to burnout and, now, to, I, I kind of feel like it seems this way, and maybe I'm wrong, that that can kind of be a little bit compounded in your situation by the inherent stress of hundreds of thousands of you know eyes watching everything that you're doing on a small team like Innersloth. And like not just for you, all four of you, like Marcus, Amy, Forrest, and yourself. So my question, after all of that preamble, is essentially like if you ever feel yourself approaching burnout, or maybe even if you've gotten there, like, do you have any kind of preferred ways you like to address it? Yeah. And I think when we talk about things like mental health and things like how I personally get out of burnout, it's like, it's very much my personal ways that I've realized work for me. Um, I don't personally think there's like a silver bullet for like, if you do this, it will work for sure. I mean, maybe going to therapy is part of it, <laughs> but, but like, otherwise it's like, you know, it's such a burnout and mental health is such a personal thing. That's really hard to kind of generally apply things. And it is a lot of like frustrating, like testing, like what works, what doesn't work. And maybe like getting rid of things that don't. Um, for example, I cannot meditate. I have no, I don't know how people do it. I really admire people that do, but I'm like, Oh my goodness, maybe I'm just not doing it right. Who knows? Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my gosh, it's 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 wild. Um, but yeah, so for me, the way that I kind of combat that burnout and the mental health, and like you know, the fact that with Among Us for sure, like there are a bunch of eyes on us, is that I find a lot of comfort and just like what grounds me is having friends and people and hobbies that are not related to games at all. I think especially when, you know, our jobs, our hobbies, our games, it like, it's really hard to um, sometimes just play games for fun. Uh, I stopped playing 
all multiplayer games basically because I'm I'm all constantly interacting with the game community that when I play a multiplayer game now I'm just like oh my god I'm like oh why isn't like the moderation like this I'm like oh my like oh totally. 100% <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It, to- it just makes me like, oh, I get so stressed out. So uh, the best thing for me has always been to like have something that isn't in front of a screen or just to have friends who literally like even like they don't they barely know what Among Us is, which is great. And I can just talk to them about anything else. And that is the best uh, feeling for me and therapy. Those two are great things. <laughs> yeah, totally agreed. Go to therapy, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Gaming Fix, where we talk about therapy, not video games. Yeah, <laughs> we, have, we have quite a bit. So. Actually, that is that is very true. Yeah. But, so have you personally found that there has been a big difference moving from Kitfox, which was a community of, you know, thousands and tens of thousands to a community of hundreds of thousands to over a million? Like just in terms yeah. of how it affects, it affects like you and your mental state? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm like, it's still kind of is yeah no actually no you're yeah (laughs) i was like i was like no yes um the sheer volume of people for sure and like the amount of people that i want um to keep happy but also that i want to lead to like create a more positive space like it's much harder when it's done like to a grand scale let's say uh but kind of the values and the ethos is the same, which is nice. It's just interesting because things, problems that I run into now are much more either technical or like legal. Um, so for example, uh, the Among Us Discord has is at maxed out. You can't, I didn't know you could max out a Discord huh. server. You can. It's at oh, 700k. I, I didn't know oh. that either. <laughs> I had no yeah. idea. It's at 700k uh, and no one can join. Like, even when I first joined Innersloth, I had to get the Discord staff to forcefully like interject me into that Discord because I couldn't wow. join it. Um, yeah, and we're trying to create a bot right now that kind of like helps like clean up like uh, people in there, whether it's like bots or people who are you know lurking or whatever. Um, and it, the bot keeps breaking because there's just so many people. Wow. <laughs> So we're working on that. Um, So yeah, it's like the challenges uh, are different, but I think the like overall core values are still the same, which is nice. And to be clear, for people who are not in development, you as like with your position, you're not just on Twitter. Like that's not your whole job. Like you also handle communication with the devs. You're touching on Discord. You're Mm -hmm. doing legal stuff too. Like, do you think are there any kind of misconceptions about like your position in the community? that you feel people just kind of don't understand that you get frustrated by or just like (laughs) routinely have to re-explain to people? Yeah, I mean, there's so many things, especially when with social media, uh, a lot of people think that people who work behind the social media accounts, especially for large accounts, are interns um, because it's (laughs) like you have to sound quotation mark with the times. So naturally they think you're younger whatever uh but also that it's not a skilled job but as many community managers know social media managers know no large corporation is going to give you the keys to like basically the main way that they talk to their community because if we've ever seen like you know companies or people getting canceled online like that's for the bottom line of the company that's terrible Mm, Uh, oh god yeah that was really bad (laughs) 
that was terrible um and also yeah i i understand because it's really hard to understand what a community uh developer director does when you when the most visible thing i do is tweet or talk in discord or do right like i get it that's why people think that's my job because that's the one thing that they can latch on to um but it's much deeper than that so basically like anytime you see any communication that goes out with external partners um if you see like basically like anything written, anything you hear, uh, anything that involves like approving or not approving like various, let's say like streamers um, or checking to make sure uh, people aren't terrible before we work with them, um, any PR, mark, that kind of stuff, it all kind of touches upon community. And that's sort of the back end work that we do uh, in terms of making sure that the voice and everything is in line with the company values and also sounds good because <laughs> there's a lot of really if i if a lot of community managers were not in the position that they are every time something comes out about like maybe a game or another product it will sound like sometimes the most corporate boring thing in the world <laughs> right imagine yeah. that threading that line between being a corporate account versus being like you know Oh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, community, like it's, it's gotta be a very, very narrow thing to follow. Yeah, like, that tone definitely is. It definitely is. And it's also like, you know, gathering all the, um, complaints and, or good things yeah. or whatever from the community and translating that to the devs. Um, because when you have like, you know, a million people shouting different things at four different people, the message kind of gets garbled. So to go through a funnel, it's like perfect. Yeah. And they don't necessarily have the time to be scrolling through social media going, oh, okay, exactly. what, do, what do people think of our game? Oh, everyone <laughs> is mad at us. Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the, loud, the loud voices are always so much louder than the positive voices because if For you're sure. enjoying the thing, you just kind of go head down and then just mm-hmm. enjoy it. So mm-hmm. it, it, like one thing I try to be aware of is like letting people who make the things I enjoy try to know that I'm enjoying it. Uh, mm, you know, mm-hmm. be just be that little extra like hey this is cool uh voice. yeah yeah um, do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on that sort of like topic are there i earlier you said you like can't like play any like multiplayer games or like communities because <laughs> you're like you go into like the community manager mode like oh yeah this, this needs to be this should be done this way blah 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 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. are there outside of like kit fox or inner sloth game things you've worked on are there any communities that you think do a good job of like fostering that kind of stuff yeah um there are so i really admire the way clay who make don't starve kind of interact with their community i think it's lovely i think they have really good values um and the way that they like treat the devs and also their like player base is fantastic. I'm trying to think there's definitely others. I'm not super in the rocket league community, but I have heard things about their moderation and like the like auto, like, you know how like you can have auto responses with rocket league or something. Like apparently those are really good. Um, I'm not actually in that community, so I actually don't know, but it's, I've heard good things. (laughs) Yeah. But I can also, I can also very much relate to what you're talking about because, uh, we've talked about this for years on the podcast because I am a 
professional software developer and I used to work on games. And it's really hard to turn off the analytical part of your brain when you're, when you're engaging with something that, you know, you've been on the back end of making something for years and years and years, and you've seen how the sausage is made. When you go to enjoy a game on your own time, it can be really tough to be like, oh, what are they doing for their tweening engine? Or, you know, stuff like that. Like, it's, it's mm-hmm. so hard. Um, have there been any games recently that have transcended that barrier for you where you're just like, I just love this. This is great. Oh my goodness. Like just community or just like the or game in general. Just play, that playing I love. A, playing a game, yeah. And you're just like, oh, this is wonderful. Oh, I mean, every everyone has already talked about this, but oh my gosh, Hades was so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. I was like, ah, it's the original boyfriend dungeon. <laughs> oh, so, it's just so, they're wow. so hot. They're so hot. <laughs> Can't. That is true. <laughs> Twitter Twitter got extremely thirsty over 80s for quite a while and still and still is. I see I still well, see a ton of fan art and it's amazing. It's because mm-hmm. Gen Z is incredible at drawing extremely hot people in a way that's also like not objectifying them. Yeah. And so and like Pyre had a little bit of that, but I feel like Hades was the first time that she really like went there with that. And I think that's why it just like every character in that game is super hot. They, they're super hot. And super. also like the voice acting for those characters. I was like, Oh my it's goodness. Extremely good. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, that, that's <laughs> that no, totally fair. That was gaming fixes 2020 game of the year as our, after oh. our deliberations last year. So, no, oh, there we go. Last, yeah. last year, last like last week. week. Last, well, it feels like last year. Sorry. Uh, I mean, honestly, like our, our our podcast for that was like six hours, so it, it felt yeah. like a, a lot. <laughs> but yeah. anyways, yeah, I, I I love Hades too. So mm-hmm. that's great. Oh, so good. It's so good. So Victoria, um, because we have you for a limited amount of time, I have another set of questions for you. And, go on. Uh, most of us are aware of it, but you are not. And this was to put, bring you in blind so you can enjoy it. <gasps> so I have 15 of these, and these are Canadian snacks. And we're going to do <gasps> kind of a tier list, you know, S tier, F tier, that kind of thing. Uh, because for pretty much the entire, yeah, no, the entire time we've done this podcast, we've never had another Canadian on this show. <laughs> we've oh my had goodness. People from all over the world, <laughs> but never another Canadian. Uh, so well, now we can finally, it. yeah. So Allison, you probably have experienced some of these, so feel free to chime in. Pat, I don't know. Maybe in Michigan, some of these shown up and Andre, oh yeah, I, I was, I, I went to Windsor all the time too. So, oh, okay. Then you're good. Okay. And Andre, I don't I've been know. curling. I have never, <laughs> never had a Timbit. That's <gasps> sad. I, okay. I, all, all the Tim Hortons in Minnesota the, closed and I was yeah. so sad. Also, there's a ton <laughs> of, of, Tim's in in Michigan, which is where I'm originally from. There's a ton of Tim's in Michigan, but they're very different from Tim's in Canada. American. Yeah. Oh, really? Is it's not, not as good. Thing. No. No, it's not, and it's not the same thing. Like the menu is different, and the actual food is different. Uh, for sure. You got a fake Timmy's. All right. Yeah. Okay. We ready? All right. Yeah. So we got 15 of these. The first one: ketchup chips. S. I put them at like a B tier. Oh, okay. Mm, like I'm, with I'm with you. I, yeah. I, I love them, but I, I get it. It also depends on the brand, like Ruffles versus Lay's, you know? Or like part the of it also yeah. might be I think a, Lay's is a classic. Yeah. I, well, part yeah. of it also might be a novelty thing because I, 
for whatever reason, just could never find them here. So the when I when mm. I um, I spent uh, like I went on vacation and went to Montreal and stuff, and I I, I was like it was like. Oh, all the Canadian snacks, and I f- filled my backpack with them to like take back and everything. <laughs> and then now I'm like, man, I could go for some ketchup chips. So, so it's just kind enough. of the, it's yep. not there. Yep. So that and might we, kind of raise it in yeah. my estimation a little That's bit. Fair. That's Whereas fair. Whereas you and I can just walk over to like a grocery store and, or like a corner store yeah. and just grab some. <laughs> Basically. All right, next one all dress chips. Ooh, are they ruffles? I don't actually like rough, like ruffled chips. I like my chips smooth. Yeah, you're so in that the the texture would. I'd also put them on a B tier. I would okay. not say no to them, and I do enjoy the flavor, but they're not okay. my favorite. You wouldn't buy S tier for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like them. I would probably put them at an A, just because they're, okay, they're okay. They, they can be really powerful. Uh, that's why I like them though. It's like that they have just like, power so much. flavor. Yeah. yeah. But the, and there's a certain brand which is only available in Canada that has the most powerful flavor. And that's our next one. What do you think of crispers? I oh, have no idea what that is that is. only Canadian? Yeah. It's only Canadian. Yo, I like I literally never heard of this. A tier. Yeah. So I good. love crispers. <laughs> I would say A tier as well. Okay. Yeah, these look really good. What America? What are we doing over Isn't here? CRISPR like that DNA like <laughs> modification <Yes>. thing. Yes, yeah, we eat. You choose to eat DNA as a yeah. snack. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. yeah, and another favorite of mine. I, I'm going to preface this by saying it's probably an A or S tier. Is cheesies? Yeah, A tier, A tier. Yeah, okay. any, good stuff. Have have no. y'all had cheesies? Because they're kind of like uh, they're like I Cheetos. I could not guess what oh, a cheesy yeah. is. They're like, like Cheetos, but better, in my opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's not that's not possible. So uh, uh, you got well, to try some cheesies. Have to try it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. wait. Are they like crunchy or <laughs> yes. are they like? Poops? Oh yeah, they're okay. crunchy. Crunchy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. These mm-hmm. do look really good. So here's the thing. Feasible. All right. Let's let's move away from from carby snacks. Let's move into the chocolate realm. So we've got. Smarties, which in the states you also have Smarties, but those oh, are not what we call Smarties. They're what we yeah. call rockets. Yes. So um, yes. we're talking about the chocolate candy covered Smarties. Smarties yeah. are really good. I like them. I'd say they're like they're not. A, I think they're B tier, B plus tier. Yeah, but <laughs> the the candy coating is kind of a bit much. I like the candy. Co- I like I like it all. I like it all. Fair enough. Okay, mm-hmm. next next one, which is a fan favorite from listeners of our podcast, and that is Coffee Crisp. Yo, yeah, that's that's A <laughs> tier. I'd say A tier too. And just like anecdote, when I when I was talking, uh, telling my family like, oh, I'm gonna go on this trip to Canada, and I'm excited. Everybody's like, oh, you know, what are you gonna do? Except for my aunt, who is like, eat Coffee Crisp. Like she specifically, yeah. that was like the one mm-hmm. thing that she told me to do in Canada. It's like, mm-hmm. go, go get yourself to a store, get a coffee crisp because she loves it and you can't get it here. Did you bring her some back? I think I tried to, but I th- like what? it was a hot, it was it, like, I think a lot of it got melted and kind of gross. So I that's couldn't tragic. give it. Oh, that's what, unfortunate. What, what sort yeah. of niece are you? Didn't bring like a ice Iced cooler, like come on. Yeah, yeah. On the plane, it's like, excuse me, this is for coffee crisp. That's why I'm like bringing like, oh. this, and they're like, oh, sorry. Yeah, if it's for it's coffee crisp. A- another one, I was surprised that was just Canadian only. Uh, caramel. Really? Yeah. Right. Huh. 
I don't, I like, have been, I've like eaten like only like a, like during Halloween, I feel yeah. when I was a kid. So they, I don't have strong associations with them. I don't think they're bad, but I guess they're like a, they're like literally middle of the road C tier, like C plus sure. tier. I'm just like, yeah, if it's in front of me and I'm really hungry or really want something sweet. Sure. All right. How about yeah. a Mars bar? Oh, do I like those? Wait, are Mars bars not in America? Well, you can get Mars bars here. So, oh, yeah, I, I think they're becoming they a little bit more something different. They're becoming a little bit more com- like common, okay. but I, for a long time they weren't as much. They're, yeah, when, they're when not as ubiquitous States. as some like other candy bars, but like right. mm, okay. you, you like you don't necessarily see them in the checkout line, but if you go to the bulk candy aisle, you can right. usually find Mars bars. Interesting. Bar. Okay, okay. I think I'd also put these in like a C plus tier or something. Yeah, I'd they're put fine. It in, D tier for me. I don't really like them. <laughs> mm. I just like food. <laughs> yeah, I'd eat anything. I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, I'd eat apparently, it. <laughs> okay. Apparently, uh, this is this is totally off topic. There is a Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest variant Mars bar, and I need to know what that is. What? Because I'm on the is Mars bar just, Wikipedia. Don't they just put like the face like a Pirates of the I Caribbean? S- I suppose, but at the same time, finger, the fact that it's listed guys. as the fact that it's listed as a separate like. Thing on on this on this Wikipedia page is that I need to know what it is. Yeah, mm. well, let us know, please. I will. Uh, yeah. Next one, Arrow. Oh, I like Arrow. I could a B. Yeah, they're good. I they're, don't actually know like what the bubbles if the bubbles do anything, but that's good. And they yeah. give it a little crisp. I don't know, like this little crunchy. Cr- no, no, it's crunchy. Cr- it's really soft. It's really just melty. air bubbles. Yeah, oh. air bubbles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Wonder Bar. I don't think I've had a Wonder Bar. I think that so one's that's an a question mark. It's an S tier for me. Oh, really? It's pronounced yeah. Wunderbar. There's Wunderbar. Only, <laughs> there's there's only one problem with Wunderbar, and that's that it kind <laughs> it just kind of looks like poop. Not as in like it looks bad, as in it it just looks like poop. Oh, maybe yeah. that's why I never gone. I should just like, buy one. I'm should googling one. these as we go along, and I'm googling Wonderbar just gives me a bunch of crowbars on Amazon. I <laughs> know it sure did. <laughs> You have to do Wonder Bar candy for sure. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, I was like yes. looking through. I'm like, wow, there's a lot of crowbars in here. <laughs> yeah, they're just uh-huh. we just eat crowbars here. Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, with, with all the free healthcare, we don't know what else to do with ourselves, so we just <laughs> eat crowbars. If life took place in Canada, it would be a very different game. <laughs> <laughs> Smacking each other with Wonder Bars, but all right, we're on the we're in the home stretch here. Huh. Cri- crispy Crunch. Ooh, I think I like those. I think they're a B. I think. Yeah, they're good. They're good, but yeah. they also kind of can destroy your teeth. Like, as in, like, stuff yeah. just gets stuck to it. Like, it's crazy. I, it's like saying this, like, reminds me that, like, I haven't had, like, a chocolate bar in so long. Like, Same. an actual, right? Like, that's like when you're a kid, you're like, yeah, this is what I'm all about. Butterfinger? What? It's just a oh, is it? No, it's, it's way, way uh, denser. Okay. And way harder. Um, yeah. All right. This one is going to... Those are pretty dense, those butterfingers. Yeah. But these, these are like way crazier. But okay. um, all right, this one's... I'm sorry, American friends. This one's going to make you unhappy, but Kinder Surprise. Oh, S tier. <laughs> S tier. You get a toy! Because <laughs> those got banned in the States, right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... I mean, we can talk for a long time about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Terry's Chocolate Orange. 
Oh, do they not have those? We those have are real good. Yeah. Yeah. Really oranges. I don't know if we have yeah. Terry's chocolate orange, but chocolate uh, oranges are definitely a thing. Okay. Yeah, well, like you can the, get a I think those I think those show up. Yeah, I've I've definitely had that. Okay. I think fair they enough. show up mostly around like the holidays or something. Yeah. Like, I, like mm-hmm. I don't know if you can get them year round here, but yeah, that is the preeminent in my opinion, that is the preeminent brand of chocolate orange in the states okay. as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it also it's like okay. it's like a very much like at least from my from my experience, like very much like oh, you want something really nice for like a Christmas stocking or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm used to seeing it at like the checkout line at Fred Meyer. Yes, and we had like we had ads when I was a kid of like the ads of like people slamming them on stuff. Yeah, and then it yeah. opened oh, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I didn't know they showed up in the states. That's good to know. All right, last two. And this one's very, it's a bit more esoteric. President's Choice Cookies. Oh, yeah, S-tier. Yeah, totally, 100%. S-tier. Do, do they change Always. with every, like, regime? <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have presidents, so. Yeah, we, no. don't have, <laughs> we don't have one. They, they just ask the American president. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, of course. What, 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 what kind of cookie do you like? They're very they good. Change it. Yeah, they're so good. But the weird thing so about good. them is, like, okay, if you get a fresh bag of them, they're, like, they're really crispy. But if you just kind of let them get stale, like just leave it open, and they get they soften up, and they're even better. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. And, okay, <laughs> last one, and it's very Canadian. Sorry, KD. Do they not? They have KD. They and don't. They don't have KD. Not not branded the same way. Oh, not KD. branded the same way. It's instant macaroni. Well, it's crap. Yeah, oh. basically. Oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, I mean, yeah. I have yeah. tons of 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 craft yeah. in my it's but, but, yeah. cupboard, right? But now. but KD specifically is a Canadian one. It's true. KD specifically S <laughs> tier. That was like I don't know. That was like my what part of my college struggle food, and I have fond <laughs> memories of it. <laughs> same. And like if you're in North America, like macaroni. Is just oh like yeah, college struggle food. Oh yeah, in yeah. Oh, absolutely. I, I was gonna say that's my in my thirty struggle food. <laughs> well, I mean, I you Fair. know there are certain points in my life where I'm like, okay, let's just get a bunch of Easy Mac and that's gonna be dinner, and it's like it works. I haven't had yeah mac and cheese like since I moved to Japan because it's just like not a thing here, and that's so I'm sad. Like, I just want like one box. Cause like it's okay. Everything in Japan I don't think, is amazing. I don't think I'll like it that much. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, like, because it's been so long, and also like, I turned to like an Annie's uh, mac and cheese mm, kind of Annie's person. Is good. Yeah. Um, and but so I was at Costco, and they've got like the twenty four pack of like, oh my god, craft mac and cheese. I'm like, mm, I just want one box. Just why I don't need the twenty four pack? Because what if I hate it? <laughs> Uh, so I did not. Get yeah, it. yeah. Also, one thing I'm. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Please go for it. No, I was gonna say I. Uh, one thing I do really miss about the states, or like going to the states for conventions and stuff, is to go to Trader Joe's because Trader Joe's mm-hmm. is so good. It's so good. It is. I want to go there. I was gonna give one more mac Sad. and cheese opinion. That's very Canadian. Oh. I don't know if you know this one, Victoria. The President's Choice White Cheddar. Mac and cheese. Oh, that is really good. That's like President's Choice. I'm just saying. That's like SSS tier. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What is with President's Choice? I don't understand. So for for the rest of you, President's Choice is like a no name brand for a specific like uh, like chain of supermarkets. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That being said, the no name brand of some food we have like a brand that's called No Name. Yes. It's also very good. It is (laughs) sometimes. Uh, so, like, yeah. yeah, it's weird. It's weird. It their marketing is great. 
It, their market, they have like full anime intros, basically. That's their marketing. What? It's ridiculous. I'll, I'll try and find some videos and send it to you all later and maybe put in the show notes because they're crazy. Well, thank you. <laughs> Do they get like J-Rock for the intro? Yes, or for basically. This? Okay, good, good. Do they? Okay. I was thinking of like, they're like, they, when they have like an ad, they literally just like print like, this is an ad. On oh, a those ones. Yeah. Those ones, like the super literal ones. I'm like, perfect. That's all I want. That's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, we sorry. Know I know this is. I, I I know that we only have you for a few more minutes, Victoria. But um, yeah, no worries. Was Thank there you for having else? me on. No, no worries. <laughs> Thanks was for there, joining. Was there anything else that you just kind of wanted to talk about that you haven't had a chance to, or is really on your mind at this exact moment? This exact moment. Anything. Anything. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. I mean, I know that we had like previously talked about some things. Um, shout out, by the way, to QA for no reason. We uh, love yeah. QA. Yeah. <laughs> who, who knows why we're shouting QA them is out? Great. Q- yeah, QAs were great. Shock. Um, <laughs> but also no. But and also thank you for having me on. I think like having podcasts with like very interesting discussions and also you know cool group of friends is uh, it's so nice it's so nice and i'm so glad like the gaming space is one that um welcomes things like these because it's i I love i love like discussion and like being able to connect with people so yeah yeah uh it, as a community manager, you're doing the exact wrong thing and putting yourself forward. Uh, no one should know you're here. Sorry. No one should know you're you right. exist. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Just don't credit me. Yeah, no. Uh, also, I have to say, if, this entire if, if episode you're... is going to be censored. We're going to change your voice so you sound like this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Please do. Also, I have to say, if you're not following the Among Us Twitter account, follow it because mm-hmm. it is like extremely wholesome and good. It's very good. Oh, yes. thank you. Victoria, I think everyone loves the fact that you reply to so many people especially like uh like people who don't expect it and it's just kind of like a pleasant surprise for them i think that's it's so cute that is extremely wonderful and high five for that (laughs) (laughs) thank you it's actually okay super quick story time whatever it's fine um (laughs) it's like honestly hour and 20 (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's definitely based off an experience i had and i didn't tell they're my friends now and i i haven't told them this so i'm like oh my gosh i should probably like say it to them in to their face and not via podcast um but (laughs) when i was younger and i was like i was on congregate a lot and playing a lot of flash games um juicy beast who made uh burrito bison and some other game uh i played opened a whole load of memories oh the nostalgia right the nostalgia (laughs) okay yes you're welcome continue talking about this later on um (laughs) but yeah i played so many of their games and then when at one point like before i ever started in games i had like tweeted at them being like i love burrito bison and attached a screenshot it was like nothing special and they didn't even they didn't reply they just liked the tweet and for some reason like i was overjoyed i was like they saw that i love burrito bison it made me so happy mm-hmm. and i was like oh like i still remember that feeling like it's somehow just a huge memory because i was like i want to be in games i want to be able to do this um so with the among us account i was like i could do that now I can be that person where it's Aww. like, mm, it's like. So <laughs> well, oh my god! Th- thank you for doing it. It is awesome. <laughs> oh, thank thank you for noticing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I know you got to get out of here, right? So yes. uh, thank you very much for joining us on uh, this episode. And yeah. where can people find you? 
Yeah, so um, if you want to find my personal Twitter account, I'm at the VTran. And you can also, of course, find me on Twitter as Among Us Game. And yeah, that's basically the main places you'll find me. I guess technically you can also find me uh, Among Us Game on Among Us on TikTok. And me on TikTok, but, but I don't post but, that much. <laughs> but you can't find them on Discord. Whoops. Ooh, yeah, sorry about that. Ooh. Ooh. I don't know, start a Mastodon or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah. And hey, please yeah. feel free to come back anytime if you ever want. Yes, oh, I would, I would, I would legitimately love to be back on another time when I have more time and I'm not in the midst of trying to help the team uh, do a new map for Among Us. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Good, lu- good luck. Can you, can you give us like a scoop? When, when is it coming? Uh, it's coming, oh, it's, it's coming in the future. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. You heard it here mm-hmm. first. Exclusive. In the future. Yeah, very exclusive. This isn't like a tenant situation. I, ha- I haven't seen tenant. I don't know if that joke works. I don't. I don't know what that is in uh, reference the, to. The, ta- the, 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 the movie, the, 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 the guy, the, 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 the new, Nolan, uh, the new Nolan yeah. movie. The yeah. time is weird. Yeah, it's lost on me. Non-linear time. I don't know. It's, you're not going to like insert it like in like 2019. In the past, yeah. Be like, oh, we've been not playing yet. it the whole time. Oh my uh, god, it's always been there, and you've never known. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> love it. All right. Yeah. Thank you again for having me. Um, and Thanks hopefully I'll be on for another time. Absolutely. Very good. Thank you very much. <laughs> Bye. 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 All right. Well, that was Victoria Tran. Thanks very much to her for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah. Now back great. to a totally not normal episode where we nobody played <laughs> games, it seems. Not really. <laughs> I mean, Maybe Allison. Bit. I don't know. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, I played like 10 minutes of Cyberpunk because I wanted to get some screenshots for a review. And then uh, I was like, wow, this is, I just like, I'm, I can't, I can't even think about playing a game right now. Yeah. So like after, after the podcast, like I've pl- I played a little bit of video games, but then also, um, fun story. I started my new job this past week. So I've hey. been very tired and falling asleep on my couch every night because I'm like, is Very that what back because... on your bullshit means? Back on your <laughs> employment bullshit? <laughs> I, I mean, sort of, but I don't want to say that like that because I actually like my current job. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I, not like, oh, my job is shit, just back on being employed. No, back uh, on so, your so, living okay, in a capitalist for... <laughs> society bullshit. <laughs> hey, no, I, I'm in a union now. So uh, I'm in a union and I work for uh, in the public sector. So, you know, less capitalist than I was before. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Huh. No, that's but I, I put, but I put on our uh, in our doc that we use to just communicate with each other about the episode. I put uh, Allison's back on her bullshit, uh, and I don't know how long we need to talk about this because I am back playing nine 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 again. Oh my god! <laughs> Is this because because uh, of Jan no, Choa? No, of no, of I was show, playing Jana it. Shola. I oh, okay. I I was playing it. I started playing it earlier this week. <laughs> So okay. and then he so I was like playing it and I saw he tweeted about it and I was like fuck yeah Jan's playing gonna play it nine 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 but no I was just okay. thinking I was like what kind of a game do I want really want to play that is just like I really want to play it and I don't feel like pressured because of game of the year stuff and then also just you know since I'm starting work I want something that I know I really like mm-hmm. so then I thought 
hey, I could play 999 again. That's so awesome. Wh- I'm which, playing it right now. Which platform are you playing it on? Uh, I'm playing, I actually um, got it again for the uh, PlayStation because it was awesome. on sale. Um, so I got the Noner Games collection for PlayStation 4, but it's, I'm, I'm playing it on really my PlayStation 5. utilizing the power of the PS5. <laughs> <laughs> I, I legitimately thought sorry Andre when I booted it up because I was like this is me using my PlayStation 5 to the uh, limit by playing a DS uh, visual novel <laughs> but but yeah no it's good uh, the only thing I'll say is last night it was Friday night after a long week of working for the first time in months uh, I ha- so I had a few drinks and it starts getting into the very like pseudoscientific nonsense in there, which I like. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm a little bit tipsy, and I, I'm you're expecting me to know about morphogenetic fields. Why is this <laughs> happening to me? Wow, <laughs> Be- I forgot because, about that. Yeah, no, that's a big part, and there's like a yeah. and there's a big part of the yeah. game where they just stop everything, and they're like hey, let's talk about this. Or, hey, let's talk about, like, people predicting the Titanic. And I'm like, what? I I guess, okay. Uh, and I love it. But at the same time, it's, like, a little interesting when you're both tired and tipsy and you're sitting on your couch being like, what? I, I don't know what any of this means right now. And I so even even if I wasn't tipsy, I wouldn't know what it means to be perfectly honest. And you've played so, the game before. Yes, <laughs> yes, I have. I've played all of them. Uh, I love this game. It's just that they every so often go into like, hey, let's just go off on like pseudoscience for a while, and you're like, okay. But I kind of love it. So like one of it's like honestly one of my favorite parts about it. But it's also like. Ooh, this is a little uh, tough for me to kind of comprehend right about now at this point. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I love 999. I know that uh, Andre and I have very different opinions about the series, uh, specifically the last game, Zero Time Dilemma. Um, but I think that at the very least, you should play uh, 999 and uh, Virtue's Last Reward um, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, Those are but it's. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I it, it's hard to say like everybody should play a game because I mean everybody's tastes are really different, but at the same time I feel like the tone and the characters and just everything about 999 is just on point and it's it is very anime fun anime bullshit. It is very anime bullshit, but at the same time like I I love it. It's, it's like the exact kind of anime bullshit I love where I love that kind of like Oh, all these characters are thrown together in this weird situation, and they'll probably die, and they they most likely do. It's it's very it's very much anime bullshit, but in a very good way. But yeah, I I started playing that, and I was like, man, this is this is me back on my bullshit, huh? It is, but it's good. It's like comfort <laughs> food. It's something you enjoy. Yeah, exactly. Like- That's exactly what I was going for too, especially with like. I was talking to Alex about this a little bit before the podcast started. Uh, when you don't work for a while, you forget that you get really tired after work. Yeah. So, so I was like, like getting home, and I'd be like, "Why am I so tired?" And it's because I had to go out, go out in the world and uh, 
and and my my job right now I'm I'm not working from home at all. I have to go out and you know go to my office and take the bus and walk to the office from there and then learn a bunch of things and like be out in the world. So it's like I like when I got home I was like I just really want something that is like going to be cozy for me and a game about murder is maybe a weird one for that but you know where people are kidnapped and forced to play this game but that's where I'm at right now so uh yeah. oh yeah I was trying to remember what I was because there I had a question then I lost it it's back what's up with I know there the that guy the creator's game came out on like Apple Arcade the next so one like the, the thing, collaboration with the Danganronpa yeah. developer or like So the thing is is that it came out on, on Apple Arcade but it didn't wasn't finished. It was like only part yeah. of the game. So like, So I'm waiting to play it you, until it's okay, like complete. Okay, so it's still not complete. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically like I also I don't know. I was playing it on Apple Arcade. I don't know if I think Apple Arcade is the best um, platform for that. At least maybe if you used a controller with it. But there were some like elements of like kind of basic uh, platforming where I'm just like, I don't like playing this. Yeah. With, uh, could, it, could it be like the Danganronpa 3 thing where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just not good. Uh, and then like later on you get like the ability to like make it easy. Oh, I maybe? forgot about that. Like you could beat it, but maybe you just need to like wait. I don't know. Like I think that it could be. I just really didn't play that much of it. Mm-hmm. If it seemed like an interesting um, concept, kind of in the same. Like if you hear the people behind Denkenropa and uh, Zero Escape come together and make a game, it's exactly what you think that will be. <laughs> but yeah. um, but also uh, I'm. I'm, I I just was like I saw that it wasn't the full version and I was like you know don't have fun, have time for that so <laughs> yeah that's that's totally fair so I decided I was just gonna like wait until uh, the full game and I don't even know is the full game gonna be on Apple Arcade I don't know but I know the full one's gonna be on Switch so I'm like I'll hmm. I think that might be a better platform as, uh, for it especially with some of the like movement things that you it what's wants it you ca- to do what's it called. Uh, World's uh, World's End Club. Well, World's End Club, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. World's End is the The movie. movie. Yeah. (laughs) It's the what's that? The Cornetto trilogy. Uh, is it Blood Uh, Ice Cream? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, that's the Edgar Wright trilogy, and yeah, the World's End, which I had the most uh, surreal experience with seeing in theaters because my friend and I saw it, and we were laughing because it was so funny, and nobody else in the theater was laughing, and I'm like. (laughs) Am I like what is happening in here? <laughs> what if you had a Kataro Uchikoshi game, and it it just starred Simon Pegg and Nick Frost? Oh my god! Like, take the money out of my wallet now. It's uh, I'm playing it. Yeah, but I think but I think that it's really interesting too because there's very much a like, um, there's very much like a mind game element of it from what I remember like looking it up like everybody gets everybody has tasks that they need to do before I think being killed basically or like to get out of there but then also um Uh, and then there's an imposter but but also like they don't get their own tasks they have other people's tasks and there's like an element of like 
mind games with it. So it's, 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 I think has the, um, potential to be really interesting. It's just, I didn't want to finish play it to the end and then not have the end. If they, if you replaced all like the characters in Among Us with just anime avatars, you'd just make Dongan. Uh, you get like, Nasia, which is actually out. playing it. Yeah, you would get Nasia. That looks so Nasia, good. which I am playing. Uh, which is, I still sometimes. I was sitting on my couch earlier, and I was thinking, I'm just so happy that Nasia is coming out this year. <laughs> and every time someone says it, I think of Nausicaa, and I'm like, fuck, they should make a Nausicaa Nausicaa's game. Nausicaa is a good movie. Uh, Only if they can get the English voice cast to do the dub. Yeah, like Patrick Stewart and yes. Shia LaBeouf. Oh <laughs> Uma wow. Thurman? Is she in that? I think so. Um, yeah, it's like a good voice cast. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, like all those Studio Ghibli movies have like yeah. really good voice casts, except I really didn't like the Arietti one. And mm. my my sibling and I, we had a very much a... <laughs> We made fun of one of the voices where we'd be like, Ariety. So we kept say that kept saying that to each other. We'd be like, Ariety. But anyways. All right. Well <laughs> Alright, well that's Alice's uh, bullshit. Yeah. That is my bullshit. So <laughs> uh, Alex, what hey. what do you what what do you what do you got here? So Oh I've been, ooh. I've been, I've been struggling to talk about or how to frame talking about what I want to talk about because I didn't play any games this week. Cause I just want to kind of reset and I kind of been got back into a hobby that I used to be interested in and like halfway pursued and then never really fully lock dedicated picking. to no. Uh, but similar to lock picking, I'm hesitant to talk about it cause it's not, it's not really legal and it's, it's not like super illegal, but it's like a little elite. Like if you had a scale of legal and illegal and it was perfectly balanced, you'd be leaning slightly on the illegal side. Are you exploring abandoned spaces? Yes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was, my, that was a real guess. Yeah. No, I've been getting more into uh, urban exploration because it's something I've loved doing for years. Um, and it, Yes, so I will give the preface of if you are going to do it, be very careful. If you're doing it solo, it can be extremely dangerous uh, for multiple reasons. Because if you're going into abandoned places where the floors could collapse or the roof could collapse and no one knows you're there, you could be in trouble. Uh, Also, yes, it is technically illegal. It is technically trespassing. Um, But most of the time, when it comes to the urban exploration community, I don't know how familiar y'all are with it, but... Um, urban exploration is very much about being respectful and like kind of going there to experience it for what it is to take pictures, uh, to kind of just be there for the moment. You're not taking anything with you. You're not moving anything around. You're not messing with anything. Vandalism is a huge no, no, like, uh, it's very much about the experience. So get all that preface stuff out of the way because yes, dangerous, yes, illegal, but it is still a respectful thing. Um, if you want Alex, to see, I have to preface it. Sorry, please. are you the one who? Are you the person who stole Buzzy? No. Did you steal the boy? I did not okay. steal the boy. Though I actually, funny enough, I watched that video not like within the past week. <laughs> it's a um, good video. Uh, we're talking about Jenny uh, Jenny Nicholson's video about the person who stole uh, an animatronic from Disney, from Walt Disney but, World. Yeah. Um, but if you are looking to watch a channel uh, about urban exploration, which is 
kind of encompassing everything I'm talking about. And if you do, you are going to go down a rabbit hole because their videos are fucking excellent. Uh, there's a channel called the proper people and a hundred thousand percent recommended. Uh, their recording quality is top top tier. It's like 4K 60 FPS through everything they do. The editing is amazing. They do it with nice music. They are not clickbaity. It's not like, oh, we found ghosts. <gasps> no, it's not like that stuff. It's like they're very calm. They're very chill. They're very respectful. They're very like they find this stuff and they're just like, whoa, that's fucking cool. And they know about it, like about its history, and they talk about it and stuff like that. Really awesome. Um, but yeah, so I've been starting to get back into urban exploration uh i have been to a couple of spots around where i live which which has been tougher because uh there's not a lot of abandoned buildings near where i live because it's a pretty active development community like they're very rapidly tearing buildings down and building new ones uh but where i grew up and pat i imagine you can relate to this is like when you're kind of in the prairies kind of area and like you get out of a city even like 10 to 20 minutes of a city, you start to see a lot of abandoned buildings on the side of the road, like churches or barns or whatever. And as a kid, yeah, like we would go into these churches all the time, like even almost as like a family activity. So yeah, I don't know. Have any of the rest of you ever experimented with like exploring abandoned places or urban exploration? I think it's outside of the statute of limitations. Uh, I broke into (laughs) a not abandoned uh, dormitory once that was not currently occupied by anyone but security guards. And my friend and I didn't, we didn't break in. We went through an open window sure. (laughs) and then we evaded security. Like we were playing metal gear for an hour. Oh, that's the scary. (laughs) That's one of the scariest parts is (laughs) it was terrifying. I don't think we would have, this was long enough ago. We were like, I was 17. My friend was like 21. I don't think we would have gotten in severe. He would have gotten in trouble. They probably probably would have been been like, for me, they would have been like, Go We're going to call your mom. You're in, you're yeah. in trouble with her. I'm sure he would have gotten in trouble because he was doing it as an adult with a minor. Like as a legal adult. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that uh, I've also been in, um, in Detroit. There's like Detroit is like one of the most verdant urban exploration mm-hmm. locales in the country, probably. Um, yeah. And I've done plenty of uh, exploring, you know, like abandoned parking garages and, um, and uh, there's just there's some incredible photography you can find of like abandoned mm-hmm. theaters and stuff like that that are in the area yep. that look like they're from like The Last of Us, basically, mm-hmm. like that they look like a Last of Us level. For oh, sure. totally. It's really amazing when cool. you get like, OK, another thing you have to be careful of uh, mold. So if you are ever going to do urban exploration, make sure you have either a simple face mask or if you want to go to crazy places, a respirator. Uh, because mold is really crazy. And like if you were to go to like an abandoned factory. Uh, where they're working with steel or anything like that, and the dust can be mixed with metal particles. Uh, breathing that is really bad for you, so you want to avoid that. Um, so again, like you have to bear safety in mind with all of this. But uh, yeah, you're right, Pat. Like Amazing pictures have come out of, especially just Michigan in general, but Detroit in particular, of abandoned theaters, abandoned steel mills, for obvious reasons, or like abandoned car-making facility kind of stuff. Uh, like it's abandoned hospitals, abandoned asylums, uh, power plants, all of that kind of stuff that you can find. And it, in crazy. some cases, some of those spaces have actually been like reclaimed as like community. Um, I don't want to say centers, but like community art projects and stuff mm-hmm. in the sense that like nobody ended up purchasing them, but because they are so in disrepair and condemned, it just becomes a like, 
you don't get in trouble for going there and there's art projects there and you can go and like park there and go in and look at the art and stuff. So yeah. it's not always like adventure exploring in the same way when you, with some of those locations. Yeah. Anyways, urban exploration, that's what I've been getting back into outside of games because it's awesome and I'm never going to talk about the locations I go because that would incriminate me. <laughs> <laughs> which, well, which, I mean, it's also, you know, sorry. especially like talking about... Uh, these weird times that we're in, I imagine that it's like, I don't know, kind of nice to be able to get out places and mm-hmm. wander around and see new things. And I, I know that I've definitely missed stuff like that just by virtue of uh, not going anywhere now. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. And again, I would recommend not doing it solo if you can, if you can yeah. <laughs> S- slap a big old allegedly whole conversation. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to say anything more. That's also been one of the hard parts about finding spots is the urban exploration community on forums, Reddit, stuff like that are not willing to talk about these things in a public space, but you can via direct messages. Like people Mm -hmm. will be open to talking about it. So anyways, start off every message with I'm not a cop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you you know, the cops could never say that right now. Just kidding. Sorry, Andre. I'm not a cop. Oh, okay. Well, that erases like three years of mistrust, uh, trust issues I've had. So uh, finally, we can get to the real meat of these podcasts. How do y'all feel about cocaine? Um, I've never done, I can say, hand to God, never done cocaine. Yes. Yeah, Don't really plan on it. That's exactly what a cop would say. I think the only drugs I've done are all legal in the state that I currently and live in. And white line. Jesus. <laughs> maybe maybe fat white lines, I don't know. Yeah. Um I don't know. Fat white rails. Know. Yeah, there there we go. It's Tony Hawk on these rails. We are not naming our podcast title that. <laughs> God, no. Especially since we had a like such a nice guest. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly yeah, it's Andre. like, what are we do- what are we doing? Oh now we're talking about illegal stuff and doing fat rails. God. Allegedly. <laughs> we do not promote drug use on this podcast we do however promote six skateboard tricks on these fat rails yes absolutely um yeah uh pat you you say no games for now do you have anything you want to talk about that you've partaken in the last week or so i'll kind of uh let's just say there's sam told me he was going to play something and I was like, Oh no, you're, you're a dumbass," and <laughs> roasted him for it. And I didn't actually know what that thing was. And then he and I have been privately chatting about this and it sent me down a rabbit hole and I have oh. completed one game this week. Oh, I plan oh, to come back and complete like two more games next I'm week. Pretty yeah, sure. Like, I know you can't say this I'm pretty without sure I know telling what it is. us what it is. Alex knows what it is. We can't talk about it yet. <laughs> I will tell you, Allison. Don't worry. Thank you. Uh, but, Tune in uh, next week. Listeners, uh, only I get to know this information. This is a teaser. Yeah. It's, I'll tell you that um, in six years, one of these games will be 30 years old. Yep. Uh, oh. okay. <laughs> uh, they're very good, though. I'll say that. I'm, I'm having a, a blast. Um, How long did but, it take you to finish this, this one game? About six, seven hours. Okay. Yeah, it's a short uh, I have a chart. I have a chart on Twitter. If anyone wants to go, you can try to guess the fill in the redacted blanks there. Um, okay. How, how, uh, I've are you, been, how are you playing the older ones? 
uh, there's a allegedly <laughs> allegedly there is a uh, a I think it was like 2003 remake that is very similar. It's just updated mm-hmm. art um, gotcha. and music, and uh, it, it's in. Oh wait, do I know what you're talking Steam. about? You might. Um, it's. I mean, it's. Who can say? Um, this is potentially my Kingdom Hearts for 2021. Oh God! <laughs> uh, Here we go. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway, um, this 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 is a mistake. <laughs> okay, I do know. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, the um, it's especially funny because Sam was like, oh, "I'm going to play the new one, and and if you like it, we can play it too." And I was like, "I'm playing the first one," and Sam was very upset. Well, okay, but you do that though. <laughs> yes, I, I do. I was like, great, Sam, what you, you don't, but like, but Sam should know this by now. Yes, that like, I, if you're like, if 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 Pat's going to get into a series, he's like, "All right, I'm going to do everything." It's yes. like. It's what you exactly. do. It's great. And it's eight games. I mean, I talked about this on our uh, the first podcast of this year where we kind of went through the release calendar and Sam was like, yep. I'm going to play this game. And I'm like, but you got to play the other eight first. And he's like, he, no, they're standalone. He was he was adamant that they're standalone and they're so fucking not. They are not standalone. <laughs> <laughs> the first seven games in this series are direct content. Oh, like they all man. beat off of each other. Oh, and then. Eight and the new one are a little more. Hmm. A, what a could little the more new removed? one be? <laughs> yeah, well, where's, where's all, say, like, I mean, Alex got, said it. Having gotten yeah. getting getting more into the Atelier series, which I, I expect I'll be doing more of this year. Uh, that game definitely is not connected, but there are a lot of fan theories about how they're all connected. And now I'm like, great. Do I so, need to do this now? I'll say. I mean, we're we're dancing around the name East. Y S. Uh yeah. the the E series is all as far as I know, all of them, but maybe eight and nine or not, literally tell the story of one person's life. Oh, okay. So they are connected. <laughs> yes. Connected? Sam was like Sam was like, they're like James Sam. Bond movies. And I was like, Sam, James Bond movies are connected. <laughs> they're not connected in like they are connected though. Like the, sure. the yeah. experiences that he has over the course of his life are are all all play on each other and lead to the thematic significance of things later in the movies. Yeah, <laughs> That's why it was a big deal when they went back to the beginning of James Bond's career. It's like, it's like anyway. the born identity, that whole series. Sure. Uh, and I, it's so anyway, yeah. I won't go in depth on like the gameplay for them. I'm going to talk about that after I finish the second one. Um, I'm about halfway through it now. Uh, but um they narratively they're connected very similarly to something like the Yakuza series, where I'm sure that you could pick up East nine and have a great time with it. Mm-hmm. Just like you could pick up Yakuza six and have a great time with it. Sam's going to hate me if he, if, if, if he hears this, cause he argued with me passionately that I'm wrong on this, but I think you could play, pick up Yakuza six and love it. You could probably pick up East nine and love it, but I'm very glad that I went back to the beginning cause there's foundational lore and stuff. Um, I mean, it's and based does he on not know you as is the question. It's <laughs> based. Yeast is a, I didn't know this actually. Yeast is a, is like the equivalent of like Atlantis in French folklore, Oh, which okay. is oh, very interesting. I didn't know that either. Yeah. I, didn't I was, know that either. um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of, so it's very much a sort of like, um, fantasy stuff, but not, it's, it's a little different. <laughs> Than uh than than the typical JRPG, even though it kind of looks like it is. At blue the, the, ladies, the like in the Disney film Atlantis. Yeah. Yes, has oh, which is basically they just don't call them blue. Yes, they don't call them blue ladies. <laughs> they don't call them blue ladies. Uh, um, oh. uh, uh, there's a similar concept for sure. Um, 
The only other thing that I would say is I was under the impression, the reason that I dunked on this series is because I thought it, I was mixing it up with Etrian Odyssey in my head. Because also, Etrian Odyssey is a good series. Like, I don't know what I, you're talking so, about. So, so, I will yeah. say, Etrian Odyssey is clearly very well made. I watched a friend play about half of one Etrian Odyssey game, which was like, we sat for three day, on a three-day weekend, I just sat on his couch and played Game Boy Advance. <laughs> And he played Etrian Odyssey, and I was like, this looks so boring to me. Not saying that they look bad, <laughs> but to me, it looked very much not like something also, I wanted to play. Also, the music is extremely good. That's, yes. that's the other so, thing, too. Anyway, that's also, part of why I roasted Sam when he talked about playing East. Also, Persona Q is really good. Sure. Oh, I really need I to also play Persona play Q, that. but I need to uh, uh, play, actually play Persona 4. But anyway, when I found out that East was actually like an action RPG franchise i was much more yeah I, I played a little bit of east origin and i didn't really like it when i played it but it's like I, it's the series that i'd like to get i'm into. hoping to get through origin by the next time we podcast uh for sure um the, well, I've, I've heard you say almost those exact words before with regards to assassin's uh, creed <laughs> the what with regards to like odyssey no oh uh, i guess it was odyssey allison was playing origins weren't you oh uh, uh, yeah no yes, i didn't play origins I who played Origins? Uh, I thought it was. I played Origins also. Okay, yeah. Um, the the, the anyway. I have pretty solid hour counts on how long these games are. The first few games in the series are between like five and twenty hours, and I've almost finished. Yeah, they're not they're terribly. Not, they're not crazy long. Even the even East Eight is fifty hours long. It's not like a two hundred hour JRPG. So I think it's I think it's doable for me to play through them um, in a yeah. reasonable amount of time. And they're really fun. The first two games have a different engine than the combat engine than odyssey or then origin and <laughs> the next like four games and then the newer games have a different thing again so then i'm looking forward to seeing how they kind of mechanically evolve as well fair so yeah i'll have more on the mechanics of those games and how they work next week looking forward to it all right um uh, i mean i could subject you all to <laughs> me reading like older manga or you know because I that like that's a lot of what I've been doing lately is just like making full use of that two dollar yeah. a month Shonen Jump subscription. That is a good deal for I, the for entire like back catalog of a lot like an, of Shonen it's abs- Jump. It's stuff. like absurdly good. I also sorry. I, no, you also what? I also read I think around fifty comic books since we last podcasted and twenty five okay. chapters of One Piece and like a third of a star Wars novel. So I've been reading a lot. <laughs> I only I started playing the East games in the last couple of days. Yeah. I need to get back to like my, my actual book. Um, but I've just, yeah, I'm like halfway through bleach, which is like 650 chapters or something. Like I'm like 300 something in, but, um, cause I, I, I watched the, the anime, but the anime ends way before the manga does. So I'm like, how does the manga actually end? And like it infamously got like, gets kind of bad because uh, the author was like, I don't want to like make a story like this. I, this is not how I want to produce like my stories, but because I mean, of how talking Shonen about works, burnout, wasn't yeah. that kind of like a thing for Tite Kubo where it's like yeah. the, uh, the life cycle of making like a weekly manga is like yeah. ridiculous. Like he was, he was in it for like the art and like, he really liked doing the art, but like, having to like burn through it as he did like a lot of the things started to uh like suffer like backgrounds and stuff uh became like pretty sparse and like the arcs like the second arc is basically the same as the first like main arc um 
because it's like, oh, they we have to go save our friend from this other like, you know, other dimension. And then they save the friend, and then their other friend gets kidnapped, and they have to go save that friend. Um, but you know, it's it's got cool fights, cool character designs. That's like the main thing. Um, and I'm almost to like the the like climax of the anime. So, and it doesn't have like the excessive filler that the anime has. So that's nice. Uh, besides that, you know, I'm caught up on One Piece. I read all of Kimetsu no Yaiba, which is like the hot shit lately. Mm-hmm. Um, that. That's fine, I guess. I don't know. Like, uh, it is seems, so it big in cool. Japan. Yeah, it's, like, it's, yeah it's it's now the second like the movie, which is actually just like part of the story and not like where they do like a side anime thing. It's the second highest grossing animated film or second highest grossing film in Japan or something. Wow! And like they kept theaters open even though they shouldn't have because it was doing so well. Um, That's crazy. It it, it it has. Uh, it has become the highest grossing film of all time in Japan. Okay. Yeah. That's, Which, uh, like, come on. My my students, they're like, it's it's pretty violent for, like, a shonen anime. Or, like, shonen manga, shonen anime. There's a lot of, like, um, like severing of limbs and people getting stabbed, broken fingers, uh, things like that. Kind of gross. A lot of, like, weird, like, oh, this person's a spider. But, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, yeah, um, I don't know. It's cool. Um, I, my first, like my, my first graders should not be watching this anime, but they all love it. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, there was like, Oh, you like Kimetsu no Yaiba. I'm like, I have never seen it. Now I've read it. Um, and oh, there was, there was something else there. Uh, I, I forget. I forget. Oh yeah. No, I like to fuck with them by saying, uh, Shingeki no Yaiba. Or Kimetsu no Kyojin, and just wow. like mix up those two anime manga. Attack on like, Demon Hunter. Yeah, and then one of them, you know, I, I've had one student fall down in exasperation because he's like, "What are you saying?" <laughs> <laughs> Love to uh, mess with my students, but yeah, uh, that that's all I've been up to lately. I'll, I'm I'm gonna try and get a review for Cyberpunk up this weekend. And Yakuza Seven up either this weekend or this week, yeah. Because I've this is my I've got you know day off right now, so I should focus on that stuff. Because I've got both those reviews basically finished, but need to tighten them up, get some get some screenshots. But yeah, that's all I'm up to. Um, so we'll move on to into news. But Pat, sounds like you wanna you got to get going. Unfortunately, yes. I promised myself for some 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 scheduled gams with a big group in about an hour and a half, so I should probably let me let me see them gams. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll talk about that later too. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm always down to talk about those gams. Some steamed Mm -hmm. gams. Oh oh. Speaking of steamed gams, uh, everyone should um, uh, plan on carving out a 45 minute chunk of time this coming Wednesday for the first episode of the relaunched much like a comic book relaunched comic books fix Ooh. where we uh, talked about some WandaVision uh, with one Chris oh. Edgerton. Oh, that, uh, that show is really good. I just watched Sam, it today. Sam and, and, and Chris Edgerton and I, and if you've watched it, you understand why I said speaking of steamed gams. <laughs> oh God. Yes. <laughs> because the first episode of that show is, is literally that. 
Thorn episode. It's so good. It's true. <laughs> All right. It's true. So yeah, uh, check that out. We'll have a beat up. You can, uh, you'll be able to find it if you follow you, the Twitter account. You, you should have made the episode exactly 52 minutes long. So you called, yeah, could have, have called it the new 52. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, you can, we've also got an email set up comics at fix.space for any questions. Um, Sam sent me a message uh, approximately 14 minutes ago that said, I will happily throw down the gauntlet that I can find anyone the perfect comic for them if I know a few of their favorite pieces of media. So oh, I would encourage listeners to um, ruin him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's comic. Uh, that's Dallas. Space. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, comic fix is going to be great. Give it a listen. Coming soon. All right. Thanks for joining us, Pat. Uh, yeah. And see you next time. Yeah. I'll be back next week with plenty Ease. of yeast. Oh, boy. And Hitman. Oh, oh and Hitman. Fuck, that's right. And Hitman. Shit, yeah. yeah. I'm yes, pissed yes. because apparently you have to buy DLC to get the Hitman 1 and 2 levels in Hitman 3 because it's on the Epic it's on Store. Epic and Store, they're, yeah. not, they're not transferring your your purchase stuff yeah they've said no. i've read no multiple. no i posted a thing in our chat last night that oh that's a change they said that yeah they yeah yeah you have to buy an access pack so on they the said that you get it, so they yeah. lied then that's bad that's yeah, they, that's they, they went back you can we'll get, talk about that can, later too. you can do progression like, yeah they said over, that your but, purchase would transfer that's coming as well later the progression stuff's coming later <sighs> the progression transfers coming later uh that's my understanding i uh, may I play that game in 2022 i don't want to do this i'm I, I, might I mean, if you well, if That's, you play on PlayStation Five, then you don't have to worry about it at all. But uh, well, I don't. When I play on PC, yeah. it's on Steam. Yeah, I might wait so, for the Steam release if there's all this bullshit attached yeah, to the Epic I'm, one. I'm, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, anyway, happy. <laughs> bye, everyone. Bye. Yes. Uh, bye. Bye. Uh, all right. Well, time for the news. Yeah. We're ahead of schedule, so we can just like everyone. If you talk at like fifty percent speed, then we'll hit our quota for the week. Yeah. This week. Please, no. <laughs> oh God! Alex, you want me to head up too? Uh, it's uh, you can, uh, Alex. You can just like slow this down and post. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll uh, definitely yeah. do that. Yep. Um. So the big news this week. We'll start right off with this. Uh, sad for. Uh, Pat, but you know, because he he's missing this first news story. Maybe we should have kept him on for just a little bit. Anyway, oh, well. Lucas Arts is back after being many people being laid off and the studio kind of disappearing outside of like being a name. It's been rebranded to Lucasfilm Games. Yeah, and EA no longer has the exclusive Star Wars license. Uh, starting in about like 2023, they've announced. The first game that will be following, uh, or at least their first game that they have in production. I don't know. The first game that they're announcing that isn't EA made, which is Ubisoft yeah. making an open world Star Wars game. So Thoughts, are we going to have to climb a tower oh, oh, and yeah, like oh, skin a tauntaun? I, I, I'm honestly excited about that, though. I think that I, 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 yeah, I'm interested to see, um, uh, hot take, I like Star Wars, and so I'm uh, excited to see where, where they end up going with it. And, and Sorry, it was yeah. being made by the studio What Made the Division, right? Yeah, massive. Yeah, massive, see, that's yeah. the thing. I, I, I mean, I never played the Division, but I'm like, 
I have zero interest in playing the division, so we'll see. But the, be- the best thing about the division one and two was the environments. Like they do mm-hmm. a really, really good job in making massive and awesome environments. So I think, yeah, I know. <laughs> but um, I think that with the Star Wars license is pretty appealing. Yep, I like uh, a lot of their stuff has been. Um... Uh, like Tom Clancy, yeah, like I think all their stuff mostly has been. Uh, they've got another thing called the Avatar Project. Oh, they're making the new Avatar game, like a James Cameron Avatar. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't even hear or, about like, that the one. New movies, yeah, no, it's on their website because I'm looking now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they worked on like Far Cry Three, Just Dance. Well, of course, they worked Assassin's on Just Dance. Creed. Ground Control. Interesting. That's, like, what, a long time ago, World of Conflict. I wonder what they did for. For Just Cause Three, because Just Cause Three was maybe the best in that series. No, not not Just Cause Three. Uh, or sorry, Far Far Cry Three. Far yeah, Far Cry Three. Yeah, they did they the did. weed field burning scene. That's four, isn't it? Or wait, no, that no, is no, three. that's three. No, that's three. No, that's three. No, that's, that's, it's got the yeah. Skrillex. Yeah. yeah, it has the Skrillex dubstep. Yeah, I never played four. No, you're right. Uh, I uh, let's see. Uh, oh, massive studio worked on everything related to multiplayer co-op and few cross studio collaborative. There was multiplayer in Far Cry Three. Uh, there was co-op, I think. Okay, maybe yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So uh, they've made you know a couple, you know, a few different kinds. A lot of uh, Clancy worked on Assassin's Creed Revelations. I don't know if they did the whole game, but uh, Clancy, the Clants. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll be interested when I see it. Yeah, uh, it's too much of an unknown right now. I think it's a it's an interesting choice of studio to do it though. Yeah, and um, like, and then Ubisoft, like, are they just going to like plop Star Wars into their open world template? I hope not. Uh, I really, hope will not. it be a Jedi game? Will it be a? What if they made Jedi? Oh, what if they made a dark, a dark Forces? Yeah, like a yeah. Kyle Katarn game. But that was Activision, um, so yeah, whatever. But you know, but. We, <clears throat> But like that style of thing or something, I don't know. Yeah, um, that could be cool. Yeah, I'd but I, I, I don't know. I'm more interested in what the other Lucas property that we have on the list here is. Yeah, um, apparently, Machine Games, maker of the modern Wolfenstein games, is yeah. making a Indiana Jones game. Yeah, what's that going to yeah. be? Because uh, they, they've ex- they've exclusively made first person games, so it's yeah. I, if if it continues that trend, it's not going to be like an Uncharted or a Tomb Raider. Yeah, I mm, I don't know if you make an Indiana Jones game that is first person. Like, I think you, I don't know. I think you could. You could. I'm not saying you can't. Oh. I don't think you would. What, what if they make like an Indiana Jones like straight up old school adventure game? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like. Like Fate of Atlantis kind of stuff. Like, you know, they made that Lego Indiana Jones. Um, like, uh, or was it Fatal uh, yeah, What was it, the Indiana Jones thing? I don't know. Uh, I've never played an Indiana Jones game. Maybe like a demo yes, for the Lego one. Yes, but. it was. I just looked it up. Cool. Anyways. I don't, I don't know. Allison, um, w- would you play an Indiana Jones game in 2020? Well, tw- probably 2022. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's it's. I'm I'm really interested to see what they end up doing with it. So, yeah, it, we'll it'll be. See. 
I mean, it's like, I feel like Indiana Jones is one of those properties, right? Where at its peak, it's really great. At its lowest, it's really bad. And so it's like, <laughs> I, it's hard. To, it's like, I feel like, I don't know how you make Indiana Jones in current era, but at the same time, I'm, I'm interested to see what they try to do. What Was Indy a, like a property before the movies? Like, was it like, so. like a comic or there like a series books, of novels? I know, I know I there think, are books. I think, but, I think it was started after. with, yeah. Okay. I think it started with Raiders, but... I think so, okay. too. I'm not positive, but I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like it did start with Raiders. But it, but it's like it's one of those things where it, like, you know, it's specifically um, uh, shaped after old serials, so it has that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. older feel. It's got feel. that lineage, but... Yeah. 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 Um, do you think they go with a Harrison Ford um, like? visage? Uh, can, can they, they get, get the his... Can they get the rights? Because I don't know if... Like knowing Harrison Ford, will he be like, "What the fuck are they asking me to do for this?" So I mean, they I don't, don't even have to ask him to do anything. Like maybe they no. space, but like they use. But you like, know, would they, he would he say yes or no? Did, I don't know. Did they have Harrison Ford's likeness for like Battlefield Two or Battlefront Two? Um, uh, which is free on the Epic Game Store right now. It is, and it's actually a pretty yeah. good game. Also, sorry, I'm going to take one step back to the Star Wars stuff. Watching the discourse around this. Everyone was just like straight up, just like good. Fuck those EA games; they're all shitty. But you know what? They weren't really they that weren't bad. Like bad. Squadrons was Squadrons is good. Fallen Order is pretty good. Uh, Battlefront. I think, I think Battlefront the worst two was good, except for the loot box thing. Like it, the game was, it, the game it, was and good. It, now yeah. it's now it's good. Apparently, yeah. But I think I think I think it's just more. I mean, I think part of it is also so many people have that like fuck EA mentality, which oh, like, totally. you know, can't really ba- blame people, but at the same time there's a fuck yeah, EA no. mentality verse. And also um, just the fact that they've had the license for one of the most lucrative media properties in the world. And they've only managed to put four games out for it. So That's it's like very fair, but they canceled 1313, right? So yes. Yeah. Well, that was because that was Disney did that. Yeah. Um, but Thanks, Mouse. yeah, it's <laughs> uh, right. But I mean, so there's they like did get Han Solo's likeness for Battlefront too. Yeah. Okay, so there's precedent. So we'll see. There's, there's, it could probably happen. I mean, hey, it's like, hey, this will pay for you for something nice for you, and you don't have to do anything. Yeah, you don't. Why have to not let next it be to a CGI person dressed up like a dog? <laughs> you know, it's like, they, that's fine. they should make a game about the X-wing pilot horse. What? Me? Yeah, there's a horse that pilots an X-wing. Oh, like make make one about uh, Jackson the Green Rabbit. <laughs> we, <laughs> we always do this shit. Whatever they like. Oh, <laughs> they should make a Star Wars game, and we're just like, what's the dumbest Star Wars shit? We can make I'm sure I'm not even approaching the dumbest Star Wars shit because all I there's know is there's a lot like, of really dumb shit in Star Wars, and that's why an I like Star Wars, man. And then there's the there's like the Sith guy who's got the lightsabers that are like built into his suit, so his elbow has like lightsaber spikes, and his <laughs> knees have lightsaber spikes, and he's just got lightsabers coming off it. Like you know, they're short, they're like three inches, but he's just got lightsabers everywhere. Let's make a game that we're where you're playing instead of as Luke Skywalker, you're playing as Luke Skywalker. Oh, right. Bigger Luke. God, I forgot about that. (laughs) If they make a a game where you play as Luke Skywalker, they should do like the uh, Uncharted thing where they do like the different like skins. Like you can do like Fat Drake and then you can just do Bigger Luke and he's just slightly bigger. 
just here's Luke Skywalker, and then oh my god, there, there's a lot of dumb stuff in Star Wars, and I it's something I wish that more things would explore is just how dumb Star Wars can be. And I say this as somebody that loves Star Wars, it just there's so much dumb stuff in its back catalog. Yeah, speaking of yeah. dumb stuff, I watched a lot of Awful Block this year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched some of it. I didn't watch. I need to watch more, but um. What Alex is referring to is AGDQ, which awesome game, two point seven five million. Yeah, Jesus Christ, that's really good. Um, For the Prevent Cancer Foundation, um, it's full. It was fully virtual this year, and there there were some really fun runs in there. I didn't watch a ton, ton, but some of them were really good. It was a really good year. They set so many world records. (laughs) Yeah, they they just like you kept sending like, oh, this is a this is a. A world record now, and it's like what? I mean, Pardon? well, part of it is they're like they're not in a like foreign place; they're on their regular setup, like familiar area. So I think it's like much <clears> easier to get like you know do well. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, there's absolutely. still like the pressure of like you know you're doing like, a charity stream; you got to be talking, et cetera, et cetera. But um, yeah, and it, one of the like they were all really good, but like the flying fox run of Sonic. Uh, was amazing where she was just fucking around the whole time. She was telling jokes. She was like making tails do moonwalks and like stuff like that. And then at the end she found out she got like a, a world record and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, she, like her mouth literally dropped and she's like, uh, <laughs> it was amazing. That's a really good video to watch. Uh, yeah. There is, that, that's the thing that I was really impressed with, with um, <laughs> watching these is one of the things that I really love about the GDQ Everything is just like the community aspect and the energy that you have and everything. But I feel mm. like some of the runs really did a good job of um, replicating that feeling. Uh, watching it, where where they had some really fantastic commentary. Oh, absolutely! Um, things were just very, very entertaining and fun. Um, I particularly liked the <laughs> Zelda Wand of Gamelon run. Oh my god, it was that so was good. so much. That was a very good run. It was all it was all cutscene. So you get to see all of the beautiful cutscenes, uh, and I think one of the commentators was just kind of like didn't know very much about it. Was very much like, "What is happening right now?" Was that Kung Fu or something? Yeah, yeah, Kung Fu Kung Fu Fruit Cup was just cracking yeah. up the entire time. Like, what is yeah. happening? Yeah. yeah, and I also liked the. Um, I didn't watch the entirety of it, but the Pokemon Platinum run was really fun. Oh, yeah. uh, especially since there was a lot of DS menuing, like not just in the menu in Pokemon, but like uh, like adjusting the ds systems that i expected no for you it was so funny they're always doing that in those runs like i feel like every time i watch a pokemon run it's like okay restart 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 yeah Yeah, but i mean no they're they're, but they're like messing with like the actual system Uh, oh yeah yeah yeah, like the time because that's where the seed like comes yeah stuff like that yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, but i think but it was it was but it was very fun and uh i'm definitely planning on going back and rewatching some of watching some of the runs that i missed I some because bonkers ones i need to watch the mummy the ps1 mummy game run for <laughs> ps1 brendan fraser yeah and then there was a time splitters run where like 20 minutes into it they had to the runner had to like wait for like you know something to happen in the game yes and so it was like for a few minutes and so they're just like and i'm gonna like switch my stream cam yep. to like to be my camera screen. big and then oh, i'm gonna it was not so even good. do a second screen it's just to their camera and then they yeah. pulled a screen like into view and then they started like speed running a different game yes that's waiting. what it was <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny everyone's like excuse me <laughs> yeah that one was what amazing 
um, so another, it's like, like stuff like that, which isn't possible at regular GDQ. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's really, it just feels super loose and kind of ple- and fun like that. It's yeah, like, it's so fun. One of the most amazing runs that I can think of was the blindfolded Super Mario sixty four one, mm. which was yeah. insane. Like he literally displayed the entire game blindfolded, and he like was counting beats of music to know what the cycles were for enemies and like that's when he has to move and he has to move to these specific spots and he was like doing really complicated stuff it was amazing um there was also the celeste seasides with the dance pad was really crazy like people are like upsettingly good at video games yes. aren't they? yeah and mr bones is also an awful block game that you should you should watch god mr bones it's really yeah. Good. I, I I wanted to watch I wanted to watch more of the awful block, but I I, I fell asleep. But I uh, but hey, I'll, I think every run is on their YouTube. Yep, yep. If not everyone, at least the vast majority of their runs. Uh, I think um, all of them are now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's very very fun. Uh, I saw to watch. I saw something real stupid on Twitter, which was that for Metal Gear Solid Four, they had to start with a save because they would get DMCA'd if they started from the beginning of the game. Yep. Yeah, that was accurate. Industry, this is. Um, but anyway, uh, next up on our list, li- list, 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 uh, Ask Iwata, a book of wisdom from the late Nintendo president Satoru Satoru Iwata. Uh, Iwata uh, will be published in English. I get. Has this been out in Japanese? Uh, I think they're coming around around the same time, from what I could see. Okay. Yeah. So the. Uh, ask Iwata, didn't they do like a um, uh, like a blog where they just like interview him occasionally or something? It, 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 they were videos. Uh, okay. They also had a blog, but um, they were largely videos. It was a really great series. And I mean, I think pretty much anyone can recognize that Iwata was one of the greats of the industry, like by far. So I would be super interested in that book. Uh, coming out April 13th. It is sold out on Amazon. Yeah. So, uh, Good luck getting your hands on that. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, I'm assuming it'll be scalped to high heaven. God, <laughs> if you're it's right. already, if a book pre-order is already sold out, Oof, you're probably right. That sucks. <laughs> uh, speaking of Nintendo, mm. uh, Pokemon's new Pokemon Snap uh, was given a date, which you know was announced last year, kind of randomly in a Pokemon Direct, and then they at 10 p.m. Japan time they sent out a, like a Japanese focused tweet that was like, "Hey, here's a date." And like some more like actual footage of like the game and the Pokemon and stuff you can expect, and it like it's it's new. Some people thought like oh maybe it's just like a remaster kind of thing mm-hmm. of the previous game, but no, this is like all new Pokemon, like you know cr- spanning all the generations. Um, it's in a new area or something like a new region. Yeah, almost? yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's got all the Pokemon from like the previous like every yeah. generation, um, and that's coming out April thirtieth. That's relatively soon. And then it'll be on sale till uh, the end of <laughs> fiscal quarter, uh, you know, Q, Q2, 2020 or whatever. Uh, 2021. God, I'm still stuck in 2020. Right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, mood. I mean, <laughs> it's still, it's not over, but uh, <laughs> I mean, that's a very uh, pop a way of saying that. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, po- new Pokemon Snap. Yeah, out, I'm excited 30th. to play it. And it, it'll, I. Uh, as as many people of my age generation did, I played a ton of that when I was a kid. So I'm really excited to 
take more Pokemon pictures. Go to yeah. Blockbuster and print them out. Go to the last Blockbuster in <laughs> Oregon. I don't think I ever did that, which I which I like, which I'm sad about. I guess because I played a ton of that game. Yeah. They uh, they should do a collab between New Pokemon Snap and Umarongi Generation. They have like a the like a Game Boy camera in Umarongi Generation. <laughs> they do. Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's great. Uh. Hey, I got a I got a few things here. Um, kind of wrap up. Um, ben Pack uh, is out at Giant Bomb. Giant Bomb being the kind of the thing that brought us together as a podcast, uh, being fans of that and yeah. Facebook group. Yep, uh, and uh, I have played games with Ben many times. We're still we still chat on Steam every now and again. And ooh, no, 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 Something he didn't really talk about in private chats is the burnout factor, which we were talking oh, about yeah. earlier. And but 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 he pretty openly admitted it when he was yeah citing his reasons for leaving the industry, like leaving yeah. not just Giant Bomb but the game industry. And, yeah, yeah. Um, we we talked about that a little bit with Vicky earlier in the show. And, exactly. Yeah, yeah and that taking was, care of yourself is important. It is. Yeah, and, but he he um the the video that made me go from being like casually interested in Giant Bomb to joining the Giant Bomb Facebook group and, like, you know, getting into the community, which led to me meeting you guys, was the uh, video of Ben and Abby at their first E3. So it's like, I, I still, like, both of them are, like, kind of very special to my heart because of, like, them joining is a big part of what made me really get more into uh, Giant Bomb. So I'm I'm sad, but at the same time, I know he's gone, going on to bigger, better things. And I, I can totally imagine how stressful being, you know, very prominent in that yeah. space would be. So, yeah. um, yeah. if, if any of you are looking for recommendations, uh, when him and Abby played the entirety of my horse prince, that is my favorites, maybe my favorite giant mom series. <laughs> and I might have to rewatch that tonight. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, there's some other news stories in here. Uh, They're like, marked, marked as, yeah, do we want to talk about these? I, the, the CD Projekt Red stuff is just it's like... like they, they keep fucking up. So This is just so dumb. So they put out a statement yeah, that was like, here's what happened from like the, the CEO or the director it, of the it, studio. It, it came across like him trying to be like, okay, we hear what you're saying. We messed up. Here's how we're going to fix it. But, yeah. but then they basically threw their QA team under the bus. Yeah. Like which sucked. It, yeah. It was basically, I don't remember the exact quote. I don't have it in front of me, um, but it was something to the extent of like, Oh, we just never found the issues with the old gen systems. Like uh, our team just never found it. And you know, like it's their fault basically. And it's like, no, that's yeah, not don't how throw that your works. QA under the bus. Like the QA, like probably found every single issue. Yes. They just, you know. And also, like, if you didn't find the issues, why didn't you send out any console keys to reviewers? Like, why yeah. did you have it be yeah, only like, PC? Like, like, yeah, like to be blunt, he was lying. Like, like it was a lot of lying, and it was a lot of bullshit, and it was very stupid. Um. And then there was more stuff like from the past 24 hours. Yeah, Jason that. Schreier, Jason Schreier published an article that where he interviewed um, many people from the studio who worked on the game, and they kind of talked about their experiences and their like 
there's a lot of like real shitty stuff in there. Um, like someone saying they weren't going to work overtime and their manager saying, okay, well, we're going to make someone else work overtime in your stead then. Yeah. Uh, which is like, are you fucking kidding me? Um, yeah. They've got like notoriously low wages for a lot of their developers or like, and they're like QA team. Like, yeah, like seven hundred like people dollars a month or something like that. Yeah. Like making 700 us a month working like full time, like, yeah. uh, on like QA and like maybe slightly more working as a developer, like maybe 900 or something for like a junior developer. Yes. Um, like, uh, yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of like real bad stuff in there. There was one thing that people seem to get uh, hung up on, which was people getting in trouble for speaking Polish. Um, and like yeah. they're a Polish they're studio, so Poland, it was like, it's like but, what the fuck. So well, so something that Jason didn't like elaborate on in he, which he later did for like uh, Rami Ismail, um, who was talking about that. Was like they're a Polish studio, of course they're speaking Polish. Um, it was in meetings uh, that integrate uh, like people like Western or not Western Poland is generally Western. Um, you yeah. know that's. But, the but east west that's weird but people whose like, primary language is english is not polish uh people yeah um yeah. is they use english yeah and so and then but people were would break out in those meetings like you know and just start speaking polish to other people in the meeting and like basically exclude the uh mm-hmm. the english speakers which is where that is what like the issue there was okay. it just wasn't communicated clearly so it made people feel like, are they talking about me? And you know, they why don't they want me to understand what they're talking about in this meeting? Right, and if we yeah. if they all speak yeah. English there, then it's like, yes. and, and then yes. they specifically move the to is. being speaking in Polish. Okay, yes, yeah. and like, uh, and people I've seen people from like Ubisoft uh, speak up and say like, oh yeah, no, we we have like the same policy because we're we're working with people from all over the world, and so we just default to English, but French is also very prominent there, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, did you see that there was a follow-up probably just a few hours ago from the studio head from CDPR talking about Jason Schreier stuff? No, no, uh, I didn't see that. Uh, I'm, it, I'm sure it's, it's, it's choice. great. Yeah. It's wonderful. No, uh, like most of it is pretty, it was just sent as a statement essentially to Jason. It was not a conversation. Um, and most of it, did Jason post this or yeah, I believe so. Uh, and one of the standout things was that, uh, he pointed out, Oh, you only talked to 200 or sorry, 200. You only talked to about 20 members of our team, like of, uh, direct developers and ex developers of the 500 we have. So that's not representative. Like basically like very gaslighty, honestly, like very much like, yeah, no, what you're saying is invalid. Cause you didn't talk to a hundred percent of everybody. Like this kind is, of that kind of yeah. stuff. It's just yeah, and it's like it, he talked to a lot of people. You know, it's it, like you you don't yeah. have to talk to literally every single person. Yeah, to get yeah. A, a flavor for what's like what's going on there. Like it's CDPR is digging their grave real deep. Honestly, like just uh, in terms of their reputation and just how public perception and stuff like that. It, and and like looking oof. at this, the only the only thing that they really like he really touches on is the like the speaking Polish in like you know that that situation yeah. and 
uh, like, you know, he says, our, you know, our thing is speak English in meetings. Uh, you know, he goes on to say that. He doesn't touch on the stuff like the make forcing other people to work overtime. Uh, right. You know, someone nope, he, like he says, talked I'm not going to work overtime because you said we don't have to work overtime. So, yep. yeah, no, it's it's very specific. It's very much just a statement sent out. There's no room for conversation. It's yeah, there's. Yeah questionable it's, stuff uh, all so around. yeah the, the uh, so the the point he touches on with uh uh with uh, like the 20 people is he's a specifically to, like addressing a claim that jason made in his article most of the staff knew and openly said it wouldn't be ready for release in 2020 and that's where he's saying you only talk to 20 people that's not pre- representative of you know yeah. most of the staff and like you know i think if they yeah, it's, it's like if you talk to 20 staff, they, they've they talked to other people there. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're talking about, you know, just a vacuum. Like, people talk at a studio or yeah, even and, at any yeah. workplace. Yeah, and there's a yeah. lot of other stuff in the statement in response where he's like, oh, yeah, but most of these are anonymous employees. You won't even give them a name. And it's like, well... Why do you think they're staying yeah. anonymous? Like it, it's right. It's, just, if it's, it's like, all if really messy. <laughs> some being ex employees, only one of whom is not anonymous. What current employee is going to be like? Yeah, so I'm going to put my name on this because yeah. if they don't want to get fired, like. Uh, and Jason did try to interview uh, someone from like you know officially like reach mm-hmm. out to CD Projekt Red and was like, hey, Badowski, uh, Adam Badowski, the studio head. Uh, yep. like, I'll interview you and they declined or, you know, didn't respond. So like it's, yeah, it's. mm -hmm. Yeah. And to step back to the original issue, the QA thing, love QA teams, everybody. Oh yeah. They do amazing work. They they know, they know. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe like somehow you're getting like, you know, a one in a million bug. Cause like there, there are things where it's like, you can't like just like magically recreate it or something happens. But right. And AAA games for the most are part, huge. They know. It's like AAA games mm-hmm. are huge. Stuff can get missed. That's normal. But it's like, but if no. it's like, a, if it's like a large, yeah. like kind of systemic issue, they know. Yeah. Like the thing is, it's not QA's job to fix the air, the bugs. Like QA's right. job to is it. to find them. It's management's job to allocate resources to fix them. And obviously yeah. QA found those issues. Management did not allocate resources to fix them. So the people at fault are the ones in the video, not QA. And it it really comes across like uh, EA did at that E3 after Battlefront 2 came out, where they were like, and here's the person, here's the poor person from DICE who has to come out and apologize uh, when. Like, you know, it wasn't DICE's decision to like make the loot boxes the way they were and stuff like that. Right. Absolutely. So, anyways, CDPR, they continue to be yep. butt. Yeah, uh, it's like I, they keep making it worse somehow, and it's kind yep. of incredible. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, our next news story. I, I have no idea what this is. Supergiant translation thing. What? Uh, what is this? I have. I have zero. Zero contact. Zero idea. So, I haven't followed it super closely either. I don't know if you have, Allison. Where essentially they were coming under fire because they had essentially hired like a fan to do the Spanish translation and, mm. uh, or to kind of supplement an official translation and stuff like that. But the fan translation was really bad and mm. like, they just never checked the quality of it. Um, mm. and they kind of came under fire for that because like they could have got a professional to do it, but instead they like, you know, 
they got a fan for cheaper or whatever. And like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. it, it just led to a lot of conversations around like localization and the validity yeah. of localization and all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of the TLDR on it. Um, I haven't really followed up with what the response has been. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, hmm. yeah I'm, I, I'm looking into this right now and it's like, Hmm. It's, it's hard to say because it's like, it looks like they did like pay everybody, but at the same time, yes. like when they say community yeah. translators, it's like the way that it it sounds doesn't sound like it's necessarily like a paid translation. All you know? according to Keikaku. <laughs> Keikaku means plan. <laughs> <It's fine. laughs> oh god! Oh god! Like, Thank you. <laughs> I I have like weird nostalgia for the like some of those fan subs. <laughs> same. Because, like, as somebody that came into anime in the, like, mid-2000s, it's like, I watched a lot of fan oh, subs. Yeah, like, I watched a lot of, like, Naruto like and all Bleach fans. fan subs. And, rest like, in, yeah. Rest in peace, horrible subs. Yeah, yeah oh my gosh, yeah. But, 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 yeah, so this Supergiant thing is, it's been yeah, messy it's, to watch, but, like, it's, yeah. it doesn't seem like any part of it was malicious. It's just kind of fans being a little bit miffed that the Spanish translation was so bad. Right. And I I, I think you're definitely right to be uh, like, you know, translations should be good. Um, But at the same time, like it's kind of a, it's a complicated subject because um, also like translations in general, I know that that's, this has come up with like a lot of people who I follow on YouTube um, where it's, like because especially when like the fan translations or the fan captions we're we're leaving um and it's and, and like one of the youtubers i follow uh, philosophy tube he was very open like look this video was translated into like you know mm-hmm. a, a dozen languages i could never afford to pay that many translators like that's just the reality yeah. of it and it's like yeah, it's not that he doesn't want to and like he's he's more than willing to pay for like some of the more popular languages that people watch it yeah. in. But it's like at, at a certain point, like good translation is really expensive and yeah. it should be because it's a lot of work and it's like a very skilled work, but also it's like, you know, yeah. and then yeah. you get into the whole, like looking at how Crunchyroll notably does not pay its translators very well. Mm-hmm. It's like, and, but they're, they're expected to do stuff in like a day. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's yeah. very, it's very mess. It's like a very difficult thing. Um, yeah, like there's a there's discussion about like there's a YouTube video that got pretty big where it's like it's impossible to live as a Crunchyroll translator um, because it is very specifically just yeah. which you know when it's the biggest anime thing it's wild. Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's a very well, messy issue. Maybe for sure. with Sony buying them. Like that can get some more money in there. Oh, Crunchyroll! I was like, super giant. Oh wait, yeah, no, but, no, uh, no, yeah, Crunchyroll, yeah. maybe. Yeah, um, but yeah, to bring it back to the super giant thing, uh, Greg and the studio in general, I think, came out and said, "Yeah, we paid everybody. We uh, we intend to fix it." Like, yeah, thank you for yeah. bringing it. To, thank you for bringing it to our awareness. Basically, I think they handled it well. It's just the community. Yeah, they had. Like, yeah. They, they, it, it, it didn't look like they got. Uh, it looked like it didn't look like they got defensive. It was just like, hey, no. thank you for letting us know. Um, yeah, no, it it was all very level headed as you would expect from that team. So, but it it was a thing that happened. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Now now I'm looking up the know your meme page for just according to Keikaku. <laughs> <laughs> all according to Keikaku. I'm gonna eat a chip. I'll uh, get, take a chip 
and eat it. Oh, there you go. Gosh. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no. I've watched that clip so many times. Uh, and next up on our story, a little bit sad news. Yeah. Uh, Jonas Neubauer, uh, seven-time Tetris world champion, I believe, has Lucy, passed yeah. away. Uh, what do we cause? I'm not sure, but yeah, it's super tragic because he was just one of the all-time greats in the Tetris community. Mm-hmm. Like, very, very young, like in his 30s, early 40s. How oh, did, wow. how does, oh uh, gosh, yeah. Like 39, maybe? Yeah, very young. Yeah, uh, 1981 to so 39. That's That's awful. Yeah, I can't. I'm not seeing any. Yeah, but the Tetris community, like um, Morgan from over at Shack News and stuff, has been talking a lot about this Morgan Sawyer and just how big of a influence he had on the community. And yeah, for a sudden passing like that, especially that young, it's just. Bleh. I don't know. I don't have much to say about it. It's than, it's just it's tragic such. and horrible. This this is a weird update um, on this. Uh, so Shaq News. Speaking of Shaq News, their mm. headline says uh, that Jonas was thirty eight, and then they have an update saying the headline refers to Jonas as thirty eight. However, he was thirty nine. Why, why don't you just change it in the headline and then say like, "Hey, we made a mistake before." That's yeah, weird. Um, that is weird. And that is very weird. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's tragic. No one no one should go that young, and that's you know even like in our current times, it's even more like you know a lot of this stuff is preventable. I you know we don't know exactly what the case with uh, Jonas was, but still, it's, uh, it sucks. Um, next news story. Oh, last well, news. Last well, news well, story. No, no, we're, that was our last news story. We're not even okay. talking about this. We're not. Okay. It's. Yeah, no. Um, we don't need to. No, we some don't. games got some games got delayed. That's it. Yeah, and there, there many games will be delayed um, into next year and beyond. Um, yeah, oh, it's yeah. it's you know. Some, yeah, some Sony for, stuff for reasons that I'm yeah. sure we all know. <laughs> some Sony yeah. stuff from CES kind of maybe changed some release windows on some games like Ratchet and Clank, and no longer like is like, oh yeah, it's coming in the launch window, which is what they said at the Game Awards. Mm. Or no, was it the Game Awards? It was, I don't know. Uh, some, no, it wasn't the Game Awards because I didn't it was watch their, those. Was it that it was Sony their, stream? It was their, it was their, yeah, it was their just straight up event. I don't remember what it was called. Healy was involved. It was, he was a there, Healy stream. I mean, it was a Sony event. That's not necessarily, yeah. It wasn't. It was a, it was a Keeley event. Was it? And eh, it whatever. was because Keeley was the one interviewing them. And then he was doing other stuff too. Right, I can't remember. And he was like, "Oh, when is it coming out?" And they said launch window, but then this Sony CES type replacement thing was like in 2021. But it wasn't any more specific. And launch window is closing, depending on what you call launch window. But it's pretty much nearing closing now. It wouldn't. Yeah, I, I would. Say, I would say like March is like end of like the quarter would be like. Uh, closed in my opinion but you know everyone sure. everyone's gonna have different opinions on that i still can't buy one uh if <laughs> like they've started Sorry, to, like that I'm, I'm angry about it now for like different reasons because before they were doing like online sales and now there have there hasn't been like an online like release in like a few weeks but they've mm-hmm. been since new year's they've been doing a ton of in-person like in-store sales 
And a lot of them require like a credit card. So they're trying to limit who will come in. But there's like a state of emergency in like places like Osaka and Tokyo where a lot of these things are going on sale. Yeah. And why the fuck are you trying to get people to come into a store right now? Like I know yeah. like you're like and the companies that are doing it are some of the biggest in Japan. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest electronics retailer in Japan. So like you know, it's not like they need the extra I don't know. Like Yeah, it's dumb. It's stupid. They should not be doing this. I'm mad about that more than I am about not being able to get a PS five at this point. Like Understandably. Fuck off. Oh yeah, totally. Like, God, things are things are worse here than they have been. Like, you know, and they started a state of emergency uh, in like a couple prefectures, like like the main, like the biggest ones. Um, but it's it like no one's adhering to anything. There's no enforcement. Yes, yeah. it's, it's garbage. Yeah, I was talking like, to a friend. Another please, friend from Japan. please don't go out to the bars. <laughs> please. And yeah, I was, like, Fuck off. yeah. I was talking to a friend from Japan, a separate friend from Japan, from Andre, uh, who was talking about like they, like yeah, people are still just you can drive around and go on road trips and go places and do stuff. It's just basically the state of emergency means no foreigners and like that's oh, well, people are just they, people are just treating well, it that no, way. No, because they just had uh, <laughs> they just uh, like last this week reinstated no tourists. Yeah. They're like. You know, there have been months where people from, like, I think people from Brazil came and they brought a new strain with them. Um, Great. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's sick. Awesome. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, it, people, I think the UK strain also uh, made its has, way here. Yeah, it has made landfall. Yeah. So it's like, our, like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, it's yep. pathetic. Yep. Uh, and, you know, this uh, Japan is not as bad as, uh, like, the U.S., for example, or many countries. But it is, you know, there's a complete lack of trying, and especially with the Olympics supposed to happen this year. Like, it's irresponsible. Yeah. Anyway, that's your COVID-19 update from Japan. Uh <laughs> Thanks for joining me this week. That's going to do it for episode 155 of the Gaming Fix podcast on January 16th, 2021. Yep. The Nightmare Continues. Uh, you can find the podcast on Twitter at Fix Podcasts uh, and on twitch.tv slash Gaming Fix and find us on Pod Pod Chaser. Is that what the thing is? That is yeah. the one. Uh, and give leave us a review it helps us improve the podcast become better and all that good stuff you can find me andre cole aka your partner's favorite breakfast food which i think i've actually used as a uh, an aka before no doesn't matter you can be sure i don't i don't have a a comprehensive list but i'm i'm sure i've done it sometime it's it's low-hanging fruit but it's been a long time since i've done a morning cast so we need an ombudsman to check that out Yep. Uh, if you want to listen to the beginning of every podcast <laughs> going back <laughs> like a year and a half of uh, whenever I started doing this, please let us know. Um, yeah, I need, once I get a Wikipedia page, that'll be AKAs be all there. Gamingfix.wiki.com. That'll be my, I'll have the longest page because it'd be all my AKAs. Um, that's the dream. <laughs> uh, Allison, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at W R I T E R S E R E N Y T Y. 
I've realized I forgot to say my handle, which is on Twitter at Coolslaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Alex, where can people find you? Uh, there's a new episode of Coding Fix Up as of last week. It is all about okay. the Ooh. cloud. Um, wow. And I think I'm going to make the next episode of Coding Fix all about QA. <laughs> <laughs> so people can understand what QA actually does. Great. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you to Vicky Tran for yep. joining Ooh, us. Thank you. 100%. That was really fun. You can find her uh, again on Twitter at TheVTran for her personal account or Among Us Game. Just like, like what's, I said. What's Among Us? I don't know. <laughs> like uh, I said before, it is seriously like the most wholesome gaming yeah, Twitter it ever. It it's really so is. good. It's like, so good. Uh, Somebody came out because she replied to them, oh and it was God, the that cute, was it, was this, it was the most wholesome thing I've ever seen in my life. That was so sweet. Real. <laughs> so it's like, good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, positive and, community. And, uh, and so. the parents were cool with it. That was great. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was <laughs> yeah. like so good. Mm. Yeah, that mm. that stuff. That stuff's tricky because, like, you know, that person, you know, that person did it of their own free will. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's, well, it's good resp- that it had a good, nice ending. Right. Well, her response was "Do whatever you feel comfortable." Yeah, yeah, exactly, so, exactly. Which, is, like, which yeah. I, I think is the perfect response. There, but yeah. there was, yeah, um, it was, yeah. It's, it's just it's easy to see like uh, where stuff like that can get sticky. But oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. Luckily, uh, very good ending. Um, and that's gonna do it for this episode. I thought there was something else, but I think that's that's it. How about Pat? Where can people find Pat? At PJC Plays on yeah. Twitter or wherever fine social media platforms allow you to have a handle. Not on a very specific one that used to be hosted on AWS. Yeah, that, well, yeah, that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Definitely. I guess it's still like, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know either. I hope it doesn't. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> like, even, even outside of all that, like it is an irresponsible business that should not be. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> like, okay. Bye everybody. Yeah, goodbye everybody. Bye.